welcome to the Dynasty Nerds Fantasy Football Podcast, where we discuss dynasty strategy, rankings, and all things NFL. So get ready to geek out on fantasy football with your host, Rich Dotson. And welcome to the Dynasty Nerds Fantasy Football Podcast. I am your host, Rich Dotson, here with my fellow nerd, Mike Ozovich. Hello. Matt was here. He was. And he just left. left. He just left. We have mic problems. One of our mics broke. Randomly. Yeah. And our backup mic broke, too. That's been broken. Well, I know. We that was like DOA, though. Right? Pretty much. Yeah. We should have bought another backup. We should have bought a backup mic when the backup mic broke. Because right. now the backup backup mic is now broke. Right. So we're down to two mics. All right. Well. So Matt came. He sat. We talked about rookies with him for a minute. He hates everybody. Yeah. This exact quote is, I hate everybody besides Ezekiel Elliott, Laquan Treadwell. I like Josh Dodson. And that's about it. Yeah. Quote, unquote. I can, I can almost understand that. And that's when we looked him nine. We told him, hey, you need to get the hell out of here. And he left. And he left. Just like that. Gone with the wind. So the good opinions will come out today. Yeah, at least we got some good stuff yeah. for you guys. We don't, have to, right. we don't have to kill you with Matt's uh, dreadful Reddit. Uh Rhetoric. Rhetoric. There you go. I was thinking of Reddit. The, the, <laughs> I was thinking of Reddit. Riddick? No, it's rhetoric. Uh, we played it back. Good thing we caught it because otherwise you'd, you'd have heard this. No one would have liked that. Nobody liked that. People would get mad tweets saying your episodes are terrible. Okay, that's not, that's uncalled for. Well, today, you know what we're going to talk about? Rookie running backs. Preliminary. It's early. Our opinions will change. They're probably going to change drastically. Um, I feel like the guys at the top are pretty much going to stay at the top. But, you know, when it comes to rookie running backs, you know, landing position is huge. You know, what team you go, what team you land on is going to be a huge part of the rankings. If somebody, does, like, for example, almost what we said last year, like somebody gets drafted by Dallas, it kind of jumps them up a little bit. Yeah, that, that's, yeah, exactly. I mean, the, the, couple top guys it won't matter correct uh you know three through like five or six will probably be uh, you know it'll those guys will probably interchange depending on their landing spot their situation and then you know there's gonna after that like i'm really just not enthralled with any of them but someone based off situation will be more Sweet. highly sought after, yeah. you know. So. I mean, and we're going to do this all again after to... the combine as well. Right. So we still so. got to see the combine 40 times. But, yes, you're right. Somebody whose situation, like Tevin Coleman, you know, again, uh, Bishop Sankey is probably going to be the biggest caveat to this, where when he got drafted by Tennessee as the first running back overall taken, he jumped up the boards, even though nobody really liked Bishop Rinky. Well, Matt did. Matt kind of did. Yeah. I thought, right. I thought he was kind of a turd for But, you know, hey, stuff happens. So let's get into it. Let's talk about the 2016 rookie class, um, episode one. Uh, we'll get back onto those rookie running backs again after the combine. But let's start at the top. There's one clear-cut player in this class that's, a, to me, a for-sure thing. Um, I think anywhere you look at any rookie mock drafts, anything that's going on right now, it's a, there's a clear one, too. It's kind of like the flavor of choice. Laquan Treadwell and Ezekiel Elliott. That's it. Those are your top two in this class. Right, there's a definite, like, that's the definite top tier. tier. One. Yeah, that's the tier one, guys. Then goes to tier two, guys, and then it goes tier three, and tier three is pretty pretty large. <laughs> it's a really large tier. Right. 
I mean, would you, wouldn't you agree that this is definitely a year if you can move out of 16 and grab more 17 draft picks? That's what you like to do? I mean, as of right now, I mean, like, granted, a lot of the guys that I think will be in the draft in 17 are young, so they'd have to declare, they'd have to declare but I assume that they would. So, yes, based off of the assumption, because I think next year is going to be running back rich, that, but again, certain people have to declare for that to happen. Which but most I would will, ro- like yeah, right, and they they probably will. So I would roll the dice, and yeah, I mean, if you're at a certain if if you're at a certain spot, I would just I would like to trade out. Yeah, right around pick. I think if you pick from six on, it's really safe to it, say. Yeah, it's worth definitely worth exploring. Yeah, like I pick eight, I pick one, three, and one eight, and I'm definitely going to try and flip eight for a seventeen first, like for any like. I'll pretty much take anybody's first because I right. feel I feel like one eight would definitely be worth like even one twelve and seventeen. Like I know we're talking about running backs today, um, and we'll address running uh, wide receivers down the you know the in the next episode. But like I'm in doing a rookie uh, mock draft on Twitter or whatever, okay. and a lot of uh, like you know receivers are going in the first round. You know, like you know pretty much the whole first round it's you know? receiver I, heavy it's receiver heavy but there's so many good wide receivers in the nfl like established wide receiver ones like legit guys it's like you know you're drafting some of these guys are like man are they really gonna i don't know like i just feel like you're getting can any of these guys really emerge to be wide receiver ones outside well, of we'll like, talk about the next episode right you know what i'm saying so that's uh, I don't know. Like to to me, that's why I would rather just like hey trade out versus agree. You know we'll we'll dig in that next episode. We are going to record back to back episodes this week, so we are going to be it's going to be Mike for next week's episode as well. But we're actually going to record it today. Awesome. A little preview in case anything you know anything breaks in the meantime. You're like, why didn't you talk about this? Well, it's because we have a lot going on and we need to record two episodes in a row. But let's get into the running backs here. Number one on my list and number one on your list is Ezekiel Elliott. Ohio State, six foot, 225 pounds. Ezekiel Elliott's a beast. I've watched every single snap he's ever played. He's one of my all-time favorite Ohio State running backs. He does everything well. You know, that championship run they made in 2014, I mean, they won the championship. A lot of people are like, oh, Cardale Jones, Cardale Jones. He played well, but it's because of Ezekiel Elliott. You know, in the Big Ten championship game versus Wisconsin, 220 yards. Britain Sugar Bowl versus Alabama. 230 yards in the national championship game versus Oregon 246 yards yeah that three game stretch pretty sick it was pretty gross he finished the year with 1878 yards uh second most in school history and 18 touchdowns don't forget eight touchdowns in those four you know what I mean in that in those that three game span I mean really I mean when it comes like you know when we sit here and go through these running backs we're gonna talk about the pros we're gonna talk about the cons and when it comes to Ezekiel Elliott he's about as well-rounded as they come you know, excellent footwork, balance, drive, agility, vision, all of that. He does everything well, and he could pass protect. I don't see, he falls in that Todd Gurley effect for me, where I don't have a flaw on him. To me, he's he's the number one prospect. I think I, I saw you tweet out, you would take Treadwell number one, right? Yeah. Okay. Only because, like, hey, if, if all things are equal, running back, receiver, that top tier, I'll just, I'd rather take the wide receiver. So you would have taken Cooper number one last year? I don't remember over Gurley. No, I had Gurley because I think I he's that elite. Yeah, he was pretty sweet. So I feel I look now Gurley's one of the best prospects I've seen, and I'm sure. And now Ezekiel Elliott is he? I mean, he's right up there with me. He really is. And we're we're gonna be saying the same thing next year when Leonard Fournette comes out, right? 
So it's going to be three years in a row of, like, three really elite backs. And you also got, like, Nick Chubb coming out next year. It's going to be a good class next year. But for this class, there's a standalone prospect that's, to me, a can't miss. Somebody that's going to be a running back one. Somebody that's going to be a running back one for quite a while. And that's Ezekiel Elliott. A lot of mock drafts have him going to the Houston Texans in the first round. Uh, he may go higher than that as well. But he's a true three-down back. And you can't, put, you can't put a value mark on that. You know, even how, like, T.J. Yeldon's really valuable right now is because he's a three-down back. Is T.J. Yeldon elite? No. But a, a, a back like him is really hard to come by in fantasy football. And only one of those guys in dynasty fantasy football for the next four to six years Again, it's it's priceless. It really is. And the only reason, and I agree with you, like liking Treadwell and putting Treadwell number one, I could live with that as well. But the value of somebody like Ezekiel Elliott, just like in somebody like Todd Gurley, uh, to me, you can't put a price on that. And to me, he's a clear-cut number one here. Yeah, I mean, you know, like I kind of, like based off of you asking me, hey, did I have Gurley or Cooper one, two, I guess I kind of contradicted myself. You know, why I have Treadwell, I guess you know, wide receivers are so important, but then again, I didn't follow my own mantra the year before, you know, so I had Gurley number one. I just thought Gurley was just like, uh, like Gurley compared to Ezekiel Elliott, I think there's a little bit higher ceiling with Gurley. Would you agree? I I would agree. Right. I would agree. I I would agree. But at the same time, I think it's close. I mean, I think longevity wise, that ceiling is there, but I think I really, I mean, Maybe it's because I'm an Ohio State homer. I don't know. But he's he's, he's legit. He's 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 really that good. I mean, I can see, I can see three years from now, uh, the top three running backs in the NFL are Todd Gurley, Ezekiel Elliott, and Leonard Fournette. That's why you know I can envision that in my head very, very right. clearly. And I guess in a strong case, you can make for like your theory of putting Laquan Treadwell number one over Ezekiel Elliott is next year's a really strong run, rookie running back class. So if yeah. you plan ahead and you know you're in rebuild mode and you know Treadwell is not going to give you something right away. You know, not not enough to win you a championship this year, and this this draft class certainly isn't going to be strong enough to give you that big boost. Hey, maybe I do take Treadwell next year. You know, I even though I need a running back, I'll take a running back later in this draft. Like maybe I can get somebody like CJ Precise, right? Precisely, yeah, precisely, precisely. yeah. Um, and next year attack the running back and still have a drive. That that's a good way to approach that. I yeah, I, you know, yeah, I. It's tough. I mean, I li- literally could probably go either way. You know what I mean? I can't. If you're taking Ezekiel Elliott number one, I'm not going to. I wouldn't hammer you for it. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? There's Same way no- I wouldn't hammer you about Treadwell. Right. I mean, I, so. I'm, a, I'm a huge Treadwell fan. Uh, to me, again, it, I, I'm kind of in with Matt there where it's like a this class to me is a one-two tier with Treadwell as an Elliott. Then you got the tier two for me. It's just, it's literally, for me, it's Josh Dodson and uh, Tyler Boyd. And then there's everybody else for me. Yeah. I'm That's how pretty, I kind of view yeah, it right now. Yeah. I'm, pr- I'm pretty much with you there. So, what are your thoughts on Ezekiel Elliott? I mean, he's a stud. I mean, like going back from his last one, two, three, five games in 2014. And every single game in 2015, except for the Michigan State game, he was over 100 yards rushing and multiple touchdowns. He's had 43 career touchdowns for his career. Gross. You know, so yeah, it's he's pretty much can't miss, and and he can do it all. Like you were saying, he's a good blocking back in pass protection. Yep. You know, and and he can't catch the ball out of the backfield. Dane Brugler, I think, was on our local radio and was talking about him and was saying, you know, if if he was in last year's draft, he would have been, he would have went in between 
Todd Gurley and Melvin Gordon. So yeah, I would take him ahead of Melvin Gordon, right? For so. sure. I mean, nobody's going ahead of Gurley, but yes, I, I agree with you on aspect too. Again, just one of those players. There's we don't we don't always throw can't miss out there lightly. The he to me he's can't miss. And yeah, he's pretty he's pretty safe, like low floor, high ceiling. And again, if you want somebody that's really safe, even somebody over like Treadwell, who I think Treadwell is going to be a stud no matter what, though, uh, he's the safest pick in here. And I think he's going to be. And there's not going to be a single. You're not going to see a single draft board out there that high and I would that has anybody ahead of Elliott running back wise. And if you do, delete that delete that website out of your history. Delete their rankings and never go to their website ever again because they have no idea what they're talking about. Right, and I don't think anyone would. No, I mean, there's nobody that's going to be better than him. So who's so after that, this is where we get into the mix. I feel like for running back-wise, I think the easy choice here to select, and I think it's going to be the popular choice to select here for the number two running back overall, is Derrick Henry, Alabama, six foot three, 245 pounds. Is he your number two running back? He's my number two. He's, he's currently, right now, my number two as well. Right, I, I th- I'm I'm pretty safe in having him number two. I have a lot of concerns. Okay, he's a 2015 Heisman winner, deservedly so. He had 2016 yards, 5.7 average, 25 touchdowns. Also came away with 11 receptions for 91 yards. He's a very physical running back. He's really big, you know, six three, two forty five, which I'm gonna get into. That's my biggest concern. But he has deceptive deceptive speed for his size. Really good pass blocker. Hard to bring down. Once he gets going, you know, he's going, and he finishes well. You know, being that big, he's kind of hard to bring down. He's a short yard back. He's not really elusive. He's more. He's strictly like a north-south runner. He's not going left and right with you on that. And for me, though, it kind of sees, like, is it, can he be used in a, in a passing game? Is he going to be one of those guys that's touchdown dependent? Is he Brandon Jacobs? Is he LeGarrette Blunt? You don't see a lot of running backs that are six foot three that have a high success yeah. right in NFL. He runs upright, too. He's not a low-pad runner. He runs upright. These are things that concern me. He dominated at the college level, but a guy that his size at 6'3", 245, I would expect him to, you know, on a great team like Alabama, I would expect him to dominate because he's so big and so strong. I, I can't see smaller college quarterbacks, t- like cornerbacks, taking this guy down, even some linebackers for his size. That's going to change in the NFL. He's fast. He's north-south. Um, I just feel like he'll need to be kind of in one of those uh he'll, he'll need like less reading they call one of those one gap base running schemes mm-hmm. where he just hits a hole and goes right and that's where he's gonna need his success but again i just I'm, I'm really worried about like i feel like he'd be somebody you might be able to start but he'll be like a running back to maybe at best that's right. how, I, mean, that's I, how I kind yeah, of yeah i don't him. i don't envision him being uh you know uh, elite maybe but i think he's going to be someone that you know you can depend on to start you know what i mean yeah, like, uh, a, like a garrett blunt and brandon jacobs at their times you know they're startable running backs that right you'd be happy with um just to me i get worried about dutch touchdown dependency yeah i i can i can see your concern there um because you know due to his size i mean like his role i think it's he's really going to be to see how good or how good you think he might be is really going to depend on what scheme or where he goes to Correct. in the NFL. Um, but he can rack up the yards. Granted, you made great points. It's hard for these, you know, some of these schools that Alabama's playing against with inferior athlete, inferior athletes to try to take a guy down that big. You know, in five games over two hundred plus two hundred plus yards, pretty good. You know, damn good. Right, his. Career stats almost identical to Ezekiel Elliott, just a few 
you know, 100 yards less, near uh-huh. the same amount in touchdowns. I I like him, but the size is concerned. I, I don't think his game is all around as complete as Ezekiel's is. Correct. You know? Oh, so, not even close. So I think it's going to be dependent on where he goes, but I think he's he's someone that you can draft and feel pretty – uh, you know, like confident having him in your lineup, but you know the the ceiling's not going to be as high. It's not high. But right. where he's going to go, it's kind of like there's so much more upside with like some of these guys, like somebody like like a Kenneth Dixon, right? Or um, Kenneth Dixon or like Paul Perkins who can catch the ball really well. That might be career outscoring Derrick Henry just because they're in PPR leagues. Right, exactly. There, there are some other guys that might have higher ceilings behind there, but I think like the safer pick is Derrick Henry right now okay you know what i mean and that's why i have him in number two now right because i think it's pretty safe where some of the now granted one of the guys later might that have a higher ceiling might do better but you got to be lucky enough to know which one that is and i'll take the safe pick and take derrick henry if i'm drafting before the nfl draft if i'm drafting before the combat if i'm drafting today i am taking derrick henry number two out of the running backs i'm not taking number two overall i mean i'm not taking them i'm taking receivers ahead of him uh and feeling comfortable with that. Again, I think this, again, I think longevity, the ceiling, all these things work against them. To me, for how high you're going to have to take Derrick Henry, it's going to be, like, you're going to be, I feel like you're going to come away disappointed. You know what I mean? And I feel, I can say certainly, after the NFL draft, Derrick Henry is most likely not going to be my number two overall dynasty rookie running back. You think he, You think someone's going to surpass him? Somebody's going to jump ahead of him. Yeah. I, I, I can see it happen. You know, who, maybe Dallas takes somebody like Devontae Booker, or Kenneth Dixon, or Alex Collins, you know what I mean? Or another another team takes, like Indy takes a running back, you know what I mean? I can see somebody else like landing spot. They're all so close. The next couple guys that we're going to talk about are so close to me. Landing spot's really going to affect my rankings. Right. And I see I have such a high, a limited ceiling for Derrick Henry for me. Hey, maybe he'll prove me wrong. Maybe he'll be a really good huge back like Jim Brown. I just don't see it. Okay. Man, I, and I, like Derrick, I think Derrick Henry's a hell of a college running back. I just, it's going to be hard for him to translate to the NFL. I guess is the best way to do it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, might um, be a volume, volume running back. Um, again, I don't really see him reading stuff behind the line of scrimmage. I think he just needs to be that north-south, one gap, hit it, go, wish for the best. And he is big, which is still help, but it's a lot harder to run over NFL talent. Yeah. I, no, I, I, I agree with everything you said, and based off of like the mock draft that I'm doing on Twitter right now, I think a lot of people agree with what you're saying. There's a lot of concerns in like you know we're in the little DM uh-huh. chat thing, you know, a lot of Who's run, who's running this mock? Ah man, off the top of my head I don't have Was it uh DTC Rally him? Yeah, yeah. That's okay. who it was. Yeah, yeah, you try to give me a right. get in Yeah. Okay, cool. Um so who's who's your third running back? I think I know because I, I think we might have the same ones here, but who's your third running I back? I like Alex Collins, number three. Me too. Um which I was shocked, again, referring to the mock draft. And it's kind of cool because there's different people from the Dynasty community, some fans, you know, some people from our site, you know, that contribute, yeah. you know, and stuff like that, and from other ones also. Um, I, I was surprised how late that he went. You know, he was, like, I think, like, two, round two. Wow. Round two, like, two-two, maybe. That's kind of late. That's Kind of late, and I think there was, um, I think there was, like, two running backs that went ahead of him. So okay. he was like the fourth running back taken. I could, I could, I could real close to that. I don't. Have I could understand. I again, they're all so close to me. I'm not yelling at anybody for it. But I agree with you. I do have Alex Collins uh, as my number three running back. And I know you were really big on Alex Collins this freshman year. 
Right. I just someone that I just so happen to follow. I don't know why. No rhyme or reason to it. I just did. You know, kind of like Laquan Treadwell. That's maybe why I like him a little uh-huh. bit you know, more than, you know, Ezekiel Elliott, just because I just randomly, you know, there's just guys that you just, a name Freshman sticks in your head him. and you just follow them, you know? Um, so, I, I mean, the biggest concern for me, Alex Collins, is where it, it pass protection, because that's going to be going to determine if he's able to get on the field. Yeah, he's, uh, I know that's one of his concerns. Again, we're talking about Alex Collins, running back, Arkansas. 5'11", 218. He was kind of outproduced by the other two running backs at Arkansas. Right, yeah. Which is somewhat of a concern. Um, to me, Alex Collins just does everything really good. He's a really good running back. He's not a great running back. He didn't even become a full-time starter until 2015, but he did have three straight seasons of 1,000 yards rushing. And he's the only third player in SEC history to do so, besides Herschel Walker and Darren McFadden. So, you know, that's, that's an accomplishment right there. He was ranked the number one running back coming out of high school. He catches the ball really, really well. He could run routes, has good quickness, patience, um, and he has some power. And he gets what's blocked for him as well. Kind of like, he, I know he, I've seen some comps to like, he's comped to like Thomas Rawls. He's some Thomas, Thomas Rawls kind of comps to him. Um, similar style. Fumbles are a huge concern for him. He does have 16 career fumbles. Um, I know Brett Bielema called him out midseason last year about his fumbles as well. Yeah. But again, he's just somebody that's, he's not elite, but he's pretty good. Right, he's just one of those guys that like he's had the pedigree coming out of high school, uh-huh. four star, top, you know, one of the better recruits in the country. You know, from Fort Lauderdale, it's one of those guys I was hoping Miami would sign. So I think that's probably why, like, I just so happen to follow him. And you know, one of the guys that stiff your team, but you're like, oh, I'll just see like what he ends up doing. It. I hope he's not sweet. Oh, he's <laughs> not sweet, and he, you know, he. Yeah, I was surprised it took him so, a long time to, like, really, he, I think he started his freshman year or a bunch of games, and then he subsequently lost the job, and then it took him a while to get back to, to this year. A full-time start right. this year. So I, I just think, like, the talents there, I, this is, uh, I don't want to, this is a bad comparison, but kind of maybe in the same situation as, like, uh, Isaiah Crowell, maybe. Remember, like, um, you know, he, he didn't perform as well as maybe you'd want him to, but the talent's there type of thing. You yeah. know what I mean? I, I don't know. That's probably a lousy comparison. No, I get, I but... get what you're saying. You, he's a really good, like, you're like, all right. He didn't produce for how talented I think he is. That he has. Yeah, so, so you have this envision he, of him that he's really good, but he's. he's well, because now eh. look at where, look at, there's, there's a gap. There's a bunch of guys of just like, eh, you know, there's no one that, we're not talking about like elite, uh, you know, can't miss. No, running backs at are. this point, right? Well, so we passed that, we we stopped at Ezekiel Elliott there, right? So there's questions. I think it's like Ezekiel Elliott, he's on his own. Derrick Henry's on his own, and then you got like, you know, Collins, Dixon, and Devontae Booker, and Paul Perkins, and you'll and make an argument for Paul Perkins, and uh-huh. you know whatever. But to me, there's a they, for right now. There's like three guys, and none of them are great. So they you're. I don't know. You know, I just, I Pick know. your poison, man. Right. Pick your you poison. Uh, again, I mean, this might be a year or two. Kind of let, like, if you do have a question about these running backs, kind of let them just kind of fall by the wayside if you're not 100% on them and just take the gamble on the receivers. Because there's definitely more talent at receiver this year. Um, maybe take Hunter Henry and just take a tight end and say, screw it. At like seven, you know what I mean? You say, I'm taking a, I'm taking a tight end. Uh, but at the same time, next year it's going to be so deep at running back, maybe you just take the receiver here. 
you know, and then one of these guys fall, like you said, Alex Collins fell into the second round. Well, if Alex Collins is falling to the second round, there might be even more talent there in the second round. So maybe this is the year you just say play, play it safe. If you don't have the 1-1 and you can't get Ezekiel Elliott, unless you love one of these guys and you truly love them, just go receiver. Okay. Yeah, I'm, not, so I'm not anti that. So uh, your biggest problem with Collins is pass protection. Fumbles. Fumbles. I mean, and outside of that, I you know, I mean. Not being the best running back on his team. Right. That's a concern. That was kind of odd to me, and I don't know. I wonder why that is. You know what I mean? It is kind of odd. So I, I, I was reading I took some notes on it, but I'm not ready because, to go into those quite yet. Right, because, I mean. You know, his game by game statistics are pretty good. Yeah, you know what I mean. Uh, again, he's just a, a good running back, man. Right. It's all boils down. Right. And it's, again, it's it's just sometimes those guys just kind of either they're really good in the NFL or just they're just change of pace backs that you just remember the name by. I know, and he's it, it, even though he, you know, he had his struggles of being the the guy at Arkansas. He's still not. I believe he's number two all time in Arkansas's rushing list behind Darren McFadden. You would imagine so. I mean, so, they have three yards in a row, three years in a row, a thousand plus yeah, yards. So, I mean, he's produced. He just never, like, really grabbed it on his own or they never gave it to him, him solely. So, really good, not elite. Right. Remember, too, you always have to remember, too, when it comes to dynasty rookie drafts as well, that the rankings are there because you have to rank these players. But not every class is 2014, 2013 class. There's Just because there's a class doesn't mean everybody in there is going to be really well. We did episodes before where the entire class sucked except for two people, you know? Uh, yeah. So, again, I can't overemphasize where on paper so far, getting into it this early in the stage, this class doesn't do anything to really overly excite me. There's a lot of risk in this class. Now, of course, maybe not in this, not even, of course, but some of these guys will be good. Oh, ab- absolutely. Some of these guys will be good. It's just not as, like, obvious Correct. which ones will be good. So, yeah. moving on, number four, I have Kenneth Dixon. I have Kenneth Dixon number four as well. Great, Kenneth Dixon, Louisiana Tech, five foot, two hundred fifteen pounds, or five foot ten. Sorry, he's not five foot, two hundred fifteen pounds. Uh, really good in space, elusive runner, can really juke a defender. Man, you know he has a really outstanding jump cut. Uh, catches the ball really well too. And for being like a smaller guy, he runs really aggressively. I watched him some tape. I watched him actually like run guys over. Maybe not even run him over, but you know, put his shoulder down and really run into him. He's not afraid of contact. He's like a true scat back. Does have some fumbling, you know, you know, issues as well. Has 14 career fumbles, um, and he's not really overwhelmingly powerful. Powerful, so he's not going to really push a pile. He's not going to be that kind of back. But he could be a really solid, a really good PPR kind of back. You know what I mean? Guy's really good balance, really good moves, very shifty in the backfield. You put this guy in open field, and he's going to be getting you some extra yards. Yeah, uh, the thing about him is his size is a concern. Where he played his college ball is a concern. I mean, his his. Uh, yeah, Louisiana Tech isn't playing elite competition. No, I mean he had seventy two touchdowns for his career, which crushes the other three guys that we've talked to or talked about. You know, uh, also the his yards for his career just exceeds all those guys. So, um, it, it just it's more you know what. What type of competition are you playing? It looks really good when you're watching the tape, but you're also not seeing. Against, oh, for sure. Yeah, dude, you right. put me against a couple kindergartners, I'll be juking those kids left and right. Absolutely, running them over like I'm Derrick Henry. Absolutely, no problem. Man. But yeah. you look great. We could make an awesome YouTube video. You stiff arm and little <laughs> kids you know? out of the way, toddler. But yeah, right. I mean, he looks good. I mean, but you can't, you can't 
hold that against them because that's what you expect from players that played those small-time schools. You expect them to dominate, and tons of talent come from t- small-time schools. Right. Uh, I mean, like this past year, they didn't really play anyone uh, overly good, but in 2014, they played Oklahoma and Auburn, which obviously two elite programs yes. have NFL talent all the time. 42 yards against Oklahoma and 29 against Auburn. Now, granted, you know, I don't know the scores, but when you're getting up against those really good schools, you're not producing. You know Correct. what I mean? So. so that's a concern. That's a red flag. Him, if you came here and, and said, well, he had, he and had, size is and big size. Uh, correct. Um, again, I think he should be more of like a PPR kind of back. You know what I mean? You know, that scat back kind of coming out of the backfield, maybe like a Darren Sproles kind of back. Um, maybe like even possibly a Gio Bernard type running back as well. But from what I've seen on tape so far, I do like Kenneth Dixon. I do too, because I, I don't think he's ever going to be a guy that it, when you're drafting him to think that he's going to be the guy that gets the bulk of the carries on his team, but he's definitely going to contribute. He's going to get carries and he's, he's going to be someone that produces in the receiving game. Yeah. You know, but I just don't, I don't see him ever being a guy that, uh, you know, three down back. Right. Not happening. Yeah. Most of these guys probably won't be three down backs. But I mean, don't get it wrong, man. He, I mean, he's definitely has been very consistent and productive over his career. But the couple times that he did play elite schools, it it didn't translate. And it's all reason. But that's not all on him, though. Either you know, there is the rest of the team, the line, the quarterback, all that. Correct. And you know, the reason I have Ken Dixon as number four is I do, I do like his upside ahead of the rest of the guys as of right now. And landing spot's going to be huge. You know, again, all these running backs landing spot, let's see where they land. It's going to change some things. But it's good to have, you know, these episodes that we're doing now and the rankings now to see where these guys stand now. Again, I always say this all the time. I always like to take rankings now, before the combine, before the draft, everything, and have a list of them. Then I like to take the rankings after the combine and have that list. And then I like to have the list of after the NFL draft. And then compare the two. Like, okay, you know, Kenneth Dixon's here four overall then after the combine he was like number three and now they're the draft he's number seven you know like what like what happened like everybody liked him before the draft now just because he lands on a certain team it's good to, it's good to have balance that way and not just strictly go off the nfl draft right no i agree i mean and, and to me like where i have one two and three well one and two as we talked about tiered out collins dixon and who we're going to talk about next Devonte booker right correct for me right now, I could go maybe either way on Dixon or Booker. I'm not going to uh, – kind of like it's so early, and if someone was like, hey, I, I like Booker better, I'll, you know, I'll definitely, I'll definitely you know, take that. See, for me, it's not like that. No? Only, okay. because, only because I think after like, – I'd almost rather – I'd rather have Paul Perkins right now ahead of, ahead of Devontae Booker. Okay. I have Booker ahead of me, but I have some major concerns about Devontae Booker. I mean, I like him. We'll get into my concerns. Okay. Devontae Booker, Utah, running back, 5'11", 212 pounds, rushed for 1,261 yards last year, 11 touchdowns, 37 receptions for 318 yards, very versatile running back, elusive. Most of his yards came after contact, too, which is a good. That's good. You mm-hmm. know, that's why I like to see out of Devontae Booker. Right. Has really good speed, good vision, lateral agility. He doesn't have great initial bursts, doesn't really have a second gear. To me, he seemed like more like an ideal kind of third down back. 
But the biggest question about him is, you know, is what? Okay, there's multiple questions I have about him. Not questions, but concerns. Here are my concerns. He'll be 24 his rookie year. That's a concern for me. He fumbled nine out of 23 games. That's a concern to me. And he's coming off a major knee injury last year. Okay. Okay. Minus the knee. Well, okay. Comparing to Collins, Dixon, and Booker, all have fumbling concerns. Yes, that's why. That's that's so, the least. So they're that's all the least equal. Of my concern. Yes. they're all equal in that. That's the least of my concerns. Dixon's coming off. In, you know, he's had some injuries his last year too. Not as Correct. major as Devontae Booker. Yes. you know, but Devontae Booker also did it again. Produced against better level uh, schools. I agree with that. Okay. I, I agree with that wholeheartedly, but I mean, a major knee operation and being 24 is a concern to me. Yeah. Just because. No, no, I hear you. I understand. There's, there's not much room for him to like grow. Like you, like, you need like almost, when we say hashtag two to three year window, that's getting stamped all over Devontae Booker. I feel like if he's somebody you draft, like you're looking, you're getting a really limited short time return on it. And it's already a risk on the return that you're going to get as it is. Because he's not even really like a power back either. You know, he's not one that's going to push the pile. Uh, you know, I saw him get knocked back at the line of scrimmage a lot as well. So that's why I see him more of a third down back. He's not really like a pile push or anything like that. I mean, it's tough because of the, the injury. But out the, the thing that I do, I do like about him compared to, to Dix. And I see he has been, he has been a guy that gets a ton of carries. Yeah. At, you know what I mean? Like he's he a is he, right. He's the, he is, he is the guy there. You know what I mean? Where, and I could see that possibly, you know, that could translate, but you know, where Dixon, I just see, I don't want to say like maybe Gio Bernard, but you know, like something along those lines where you, Hey, you're getting, you're getting 10 rushes. Danny Woodhead. Uh, yeah, right. Danny Woodhead. Duke Johnson. Duke Johnson. You know, that type. You know what I mean? So, yeah. Well, Devontae Booker Dixon, could be right, exactly. a three down back. Right. It's possible, depending it's, on situation. Situation, the scheme he plays in. I agree with that. I do agree with that. I And I but, get the, the, the fact that how many yards I saw him get after contact, is it's a bonus. Right. And he's somebody I was higher on before I started digging deeper. You know what I mean? Right. Like, the more I dug deeper on Devontae Booker, the less I got excited about. I actually okay. like, okay, you know what? I'd rather take a gamble on. Again, if I'm gambling, that's what it comes down to. It's like, okay, right. now, if I'm gambling, point, where am I putting chips on? Right. You know what I mean? So because like, they all have fumbling issues. Correct. Uh, Alex Collins and Devontae Booker have uh, pass protection problems. Yes. For, you know, um, and two of them, and Dixon and Booker are coming off, like, you know, injuries. So th- there's concerns, and they're all a gamble, man. You know what I'm saying? So no. someone's going to come in, you know, if anyone tells you, like, oh, you know, for certainty, I don't think there's any certainty with any of these guys. Agree. Or, you know? Oh, yeah, that's for sure. That, as of today, as of early February, that's where we stand with all these guys. Right. Again, I'm, I'm pushing that's why, for wide receivers. And that's why, to me, like, someone like Derrick Henry is the safe number two guy. You know what I mean? Like, and I, I think even after talking about it, I think it's like pretty safer. Cl- I mean, it's pretty clear cut. You know what I mean? Agreed. There's one gap, two gap, and then there's three, four, five. I'll to me, I'll let you go any which way that you want, and then there's a gap. But each one at, <laughs> on three, four, and five, you know, it's a gamble. There's no f- for sure. You know what I mean? Someone's gonna, you know, someone on, you know, one of your buddies might tell you, oh, you know, give you that act like 
one of these guys are as good as Ezekiel. Right, and it's just not true. And if it happens, it's merely coincidental. Yeah, he got lucky. Right, you know. So the next guy we have on our list here, we differ. Because I have Paul Perkins, and you have CJ Procise. But I at, at after these, after the after Devontae Booker, I'm pretty much almost checking out. I would draft Perkins or CJ based on uh, a landing spot, probably. See, the more I dug into Paul Perkins, I moved him ahead of Devontae Booker. Okay. I I could see Paul Perkins be my number four overall. Rookie prospect running back. Okay. And Paul Perkins, why. UCLA, 5'11", 205 pounds. One of the most elusive running backs in this draft. This guy is a shifty mofo, okay? He, in open field, does some wonders. He's tough to bring down. He's tougher than he looks. Has really good vision. Doesn't waste any time out of the backfield. He gets the ball. He goes. I mean, he can embarrass people in the open field with his lateral movement. He has excellent lateral movement. Now, again, size is a question. Ability to pass protect is a question. And again, he's he's one of those guys that's not a you know a pile pusher. But if this guy lands in the right spot, I could honestly see him taking number three. I could see him being number two overall running back. I can. In the right spot. Wow. Okay. Just because I loved the tape I saw in him mm-hmm. in the open field. His cuts, his one cut ability. Like him him and Ken Dixon both to me are really dynamic in the open field. And I like that. I like that in my PPR pass catching backs. You know what I mean? These guys are going to catch the ball on a screen or on a two-yard out, and they're going to give me 12 yards. And they're going you know, to catch four or five balls for 75 yards. Okay. I, <laughs> I, I think maybe you, you'll, be, uh, you'll be fashion forward um, on Perkins then. Because I think that right now, I don't think that, you know, if, you, if you're – I think you could get him right now based off of just like the mock that I'm doing, the research that I, you know, you're, you're going to be able to get him a late second rounder right now. Makes sense though. You know what I'm saying? For, I, th- I think yeah. that's going to change. I think, I think, he, I think okay. he's going to be a riser. Like that's, he's one of my early predictions to rise, I guess is the best way to say it. Okay. So those are the top running backs about, you know, at our list right now. That's who we really like. Um, but there is, you know, CJ precise is on that list. From Notre Dame, uh, Jordan Howard out of Indiana, uh, Jonathan Williams, Arkansas. He's coming out. He's a senior, right? Yeah, he's a senior. And then there's another name I got tweeted at me that I looked into a little bit from uh, one of our followers, a great follower, Colleen Cassidy, uh, Terrell Watson. Now I know you never heard of him, and he actually isn't a rookie. He's uh, this is his second year with the Browns. He is not a rookie, so he doesn't fit his podcast, but he's somebody I want to throw out there and talk about for a minute because he is really intriguing to me, definitely on the Browns. He went to Azusa Pacific. You know what else went there for a little bit? No idea. Christian Okoye. Oh, sweet, man. Yeah. Nigerian nightmare. The Nigerian nightmare. Dude, play, uh, play the old school Maddens, man. He's a beast, man. Oh, sweet. He's a beast. Oh, and on Tecmo, man. Terrell Watson, 6'2", 240 pounds, was uh, the MVP of his All-Star game. He broke all the Coyers' records while he was there. Went to four, five, eight. He's a big bruising back. I want to kind of dive into him. He's most likely going to be a free agent, and that's only if he doesn't re-sign with the Browns. But uh, he may be a free agent to watch and watch where he goes. Do you remember who sent you the tweet? Who was? Yeah, Colleen Cassidy. Oh, okay. Uh, her Twitter handle is like at shoot. I don't know it offhand. Okay. But her name is Colleen Cassidy. You're right. She's right. she's one of our great followers. Okay, cool. I just wonder because um, you know if you're gonna you know give might as well give props to who. 
I did. You must have not oh, heard me I missed that. Man. My bad. I'm oh, reading. Just zoning yeah, out over there. Out, man. So, yeah, his name's Terrell Watson. Azusa. A-Z-U-S-A. Pacific. Christian Coyle went there for a little That's bit. That's awesome. But he's a name. They She flowed to me, and I'm flown, after looking into it, I felt like it was a really good referral, and I'm flowing it back out to you guys. Write it down. Save it. Follow it. See where he ends up. Because if he ends up on an NFL roster, he'd be one of those guys you're like, oh, man, this undrafted guy, where he come from? Oh, remember Rich mentioned on the podcast, all thanks to Colleen. Thanks, Colleen. Pretty sweet. So smart, that's it. Smart uh, follower. Uh, she does win multiple championships, so that's good. She knows what she's doing out there. Uh, so that's it for Rookie Running Max. Awesome. Episode one on Rookie Running Max. We will do a hundred uh, of them. Do more. Right. By the time we get done with it, then we'll have it narrowed down. We will know the, the list. Right. When it comes time for your rookie draft, we will have you prepared. Cool, because you're kind of selling me on Paul Perkins a little bit. Love him, man. Okay. Love him. All right, I'm I'm, I'm swaying. I'm you swaying because that that to me that uh like uh number six spots open. You know what I mean? Okay. Well, I'm gonna try and get him higher right, for you cool. here. I think he again. He's one of my guys that's gonna kind of move up the list. I can see it already. Okay. So I'm into it a little bit. I was I was you're selling me pretty good. So. We're gonna put the Ricky Rankins up this week as well. I'm uh, just filtering those out through Excel. Getting a guy. I have people in that that on the list that didn't declare, but I still have them on the list, so I gotta take them out. I'm slow. Slow. Yeah. Times times uh times a ticking, man. Get those rankings up there. Yeah. So maybe they're up already. Maybe they're not. I don't know. We're recording this on Saturday. It'll be up on Wednesday. Yeah. And if you're uh, any listeners, these these rookie mock drafts are kind of cool. I just wish I had more time. I mean, you know, because I'm then when I start getting into one or like doing our uh, ADP mock, uh, yeah. you know, the redrafts or the dynasty, you know, startup draft for ADP. I'm in one right like now. I get, like, it. I get obsessed. I look at it so much that, like, it, it ruins, like, my, hey, my nine to five. You know what I'm saying? Oh, because you're all, I'm always like, looking. I'm, oh, oh I'm always yeah, looking. Yeah, so man. it's like, it's cool, but, like, it, it, like, takes me over. I mean, I'm sure he probably doesn't care, but that Riley Bymaster at DTC Riley B underscore DTC underscore Riley B. Yeah, he's and he's wrote some for us as well. Oh, and okay, we cool. will we will actually Yeah, he does start, the rookie mocks. We are actually sure com will be running rookie mocks oh, starting next week. Sweet. Once they open on my fantasy league, we this week I think it opens up would which would be yesterday would be Tuesday for when this podcast up podcast comes out. We are gonna start doing our rookie mock drafts. So you can follow me at Dynasty Rich. Hit me up. I'll be running some of these rookie mock drafts. Or I don't know if at Dynasty ADP Kyle is going to get on some of these as well. He's but good you can at, contact he's me. He's good at running those uh, those mocks. Mock dra- oh, that's what it, well, that's what it, that's what his job is with the website. Well, so. he's good at it. He's very yeah. good. At it. That's why he's with us. That's yeah, why he's the best. Wow. So um, right now I'm in actually a uh, mock draft right now. Mm-hmm. And uh, we're doing it with like writers from all the other sites. And we're doing it with, like one from the FF football book. Bo- uh, Ballers podcast, mm-hmm. uh, UTH. Oh, they're uh, all in on it. They're all, Riley Blymasters. Yeah, yeah. The the guy who's because he asked me to be in that rookie mock, and I said, dude, I just don't have time. Right. right. I I want to, I just don't have time. Yeah. Want to hear my roster? Yeah, sure. Real quick, run it down. Run down. Marcus Mariota, Cam Newton, Isaiah Carell, Duke Johnson. You love the Marshawn Lynch, Adrian Peterson, Antonio Brown, Randall Cobb, Larry Fitzgerald, Devontae Parker. Calvin Johnson, Tyler Eifert, Delaney Walker. Now, besides having some Browns and, some, and a retiree on that team, it sounds pretty good. Calvin was just my last pick. Oh, okay. I just took, I mean, I felt at this point, there's so many turds out there. He's worth the gamble. If he does come back next year, that I just stole somebody who's a wide receiver one. If he does come back. All right. 
Fair enough. Who else am I going to take? Uh, cool. You know, Travis Benjamin. He's gone anyway. So I'm going to get Dwayne Bowe. I'd rather gamble on Whoa, Calvin Johnson. Oh, right, Dwayne Bowes. That's an extreme. You're <laughs> given, like, the extreme of extremes. But I get it. I, 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 you know I mean? To me, at this point, I looked at it. I was like, his name's out there. And I may have got him around later. But to me, everybody out there is like, everybody else out there is pretty much a turd as it is. I'd rather take the risk here of getting somebody. Maybe he possibly doesn't retire. Maybe he does. Okay. But if not, I have a wide receiver one. Okay. Again, it's just a mock draft. Right. But I really like my team. Okay, I like it. A lot. I like Cam. I, it's from the two-hole. Yeah, no, I like it. So, I like your guys, except for Isaiah Crowell. I just don't like him. I don't like him He's either, just but I just average. did the backup Duke Johnson. Yeah, right. Okay. So if you want to participate in mock drafts, you can just hit up at Dynasty ADP Kyle on Twitter, and he will get you in our mock drafts. We run them all month long. Great exercise. Tons of fun. And it gives you the ADP. We did our ADP episode last week. ADP is a great tool to have when it comes to Dynasty rankings. You can find our ADP on DynastyNerds.com. You can find all our Dynasty rankings on DynastyNerds.com as well. And our rookie rankings go up as well. Feel free to use the forum. You down with ADP? Yeah, you know me. So, uh, and again, if you want to follow the site, you can follow us at DynastyNerds. You can follow me at Dynasty Rich. I'm at Dynasty Nerd Mike. You can support the podcast as always by getting on iTunes and give us a rating and a review. Or you can buy an awesome Dynasty Nerds t shirt that we both just so happen to be wearing right now. Yeah, mine's the better version. I have the old school version, which is on sale on the website, and you have the new school version, and it looks terrific. It's awesome. You look way more muscular in it. Yeah. Because well, such more form fitting. Right. And I you wear them great. tight. You wear them super yeah. tight. I'm like, hey, I'll take an XL. Mike's like, I'll take a medium. Yeah. Oh, man, dude. Put too much time in the gym, man. Yeah. Well, if you worked out as much as Mike, you'd probably want to wear a medium, yeah. too. Is that a, is that a medium? Yeah. <laughs> so, until then, guys, we'll be back. Uh, actually, we're going to go right back into it and record next episode right now, right? Yeah, let's, yeah, do, let's it. do it. But you won't hear it till next week, which is going to be... Ready, set, Thanks for listening to the Dynasty Nerds Fantasy Football Podcast. Make sure to check us out at DynastyNerds.com for up-to-date Dynasty insight. And follow us on Twitter at Dynasty Nerds.